I, I think that this could be, uh, this is not a bad thing. This is good. It's season three, episode 20 of the Whales or Whales pod. Cast, where members, friends, and family of the Whales or Whales <laughs> network gather around once a week to talk about what, everybody? Things! All right. That went better the first time. Joining me today is a wonderful panel today. Myself, hi me, uh, Cameron. Hello, Cameron. How are you doing? We're also being joined by Vin. Hello, Vin. Hi! Oh, my God. <laughs> no, Brian, you don't get to be upset about this. You're the one who derailed this entire thing already. This is not Abigail's fault. This is yours. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so hold on. This is, this is not, like... I, I think that this could be, uh, this is not a bad thing. This is good. Um, I want to, like, how about we just jump straight into discussion? How about we skip all of the intro stuff? Are you cool with that, Brian? Yes, Ben. Hello. All Hello, right. Abigail. <laughs> all right, let's go. I don't all know right. what it's so going to actually, anymore. I have a, a really, really small point of discussion that I wanted to talk yes, about. Please. All right. There was a collective sigh slash groan last episode that I, even though I was not on the episode, I still had the same, I had the exact same sigh slash groan at the exact same time you guys all did. Was it and when I introduced was, myself? No, no, okay. not quite. Because you were groaning during this point too. It oh. was when Soof mentioned, mentioned that he was born in 2001. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. Like there was a collective sigh slash groan. Mm-hmm. That happened, and I did it too. I was working, and as soon as he said it, I was like, "Oh no, oh, I can feel my back." Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just—it was really weird because people that are born in the two thousands are like gonna be turning seventeen sentient? this year. Yeah, yeah, they're sentient. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I—I I, I don't know. That just really, yeah. really. It's, bugged me okay, and so I wanted to know if it bothered anyone I, else I, it's, here's when I get weirded out usually when I get weirded out is when I think of something that I know like for instance this weekend I thought of The Incredibles I remember mm-hmm. that when that movie came out and I was like that was over a year ago or that was over 10 years ago yeah it was over a year ago um, also true <laughs> but when I think of like media that came out when I was a kid but not necessarily super young or whatever I mean, Mm -hmm. Incredibles was when I was pretty young, but when I think of things that were like, oh, that was 10 years ago, like, Mm -hmm. it weirds me out. Like, I again, I wrote a speech for my best friend's wedding, and in Mm -hmm. it, I mentioned that we've been friends for 15 years, and I'm like, gosh, what? Yeah. Uh That's so long. Yeah. Anyways, I feel old. I think think the year 2000 will forever be 10 years ago for me. Mm -hmm. Um. And so hearing somebody say, well, look, people who were born in the year two, 2002, okay, everyone picture 2002, right? We mm-hmm. have all vivid memories of 2002. Mm-hmm. People who were eight. born in that year really can drive. Oh. And so every time I, tr- trust me, every time I think about it, like Lilo and Stitch movie was 2004. Um, you know, the I can remember 9-11 happening very vividly. And I realized that kids nowadays don't. Have will have no recollection besides you know like reading about it and mm-hmm. it just it, it doesn't make me feel old so much as it makes me feel like time is just screaming by yeah um, that's a good point. and then I get nostalgic and then I get depressed and then I um don't feel good about myself so it's so, not a pretty slope I have honestly. this theory I have this theory that every year you are alive the year seems to go by faster. And the reason for that is because every year it is a smaller and smaller percentage of the total time you have been alive. So when oh, you're no, a kid, that's an actual sorry, that's, that's an fact. actual yeah. that's an actual yeah. thing. Yeah, that's okay, fact. that's what I was thinking yeah, for a long we, time because I'm like, ex- when I was a kid, it went by so fast. But now that I'm older, it's you mean slowly. Slowly, it seems like Christmas took forever. But well, now that I'm older, the, I'm like, can we have it every two years? Like, seriously. The that's reason that happens is because when we're young. We're, we're filling our, our brain is basically empty an empty slate when we're, when yeah. we're born and as we get older up till about <clears throat> i don't know like 12 <clears throat> excuse me every new memory or new event that we do is completely new to us and it's it brings you know it's wondrous and it's magical and it's amazing and it's like oh my gosh new things new things new things and our brain just sucks it all in mm-hmm. but as we hit 12 13 14 all of a sudden no not a lot of new stuff pops up mm. and so it becomes mundane and it, it goes by quicker because our brain is just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. We've done it's laundry like 80 times and before. There are less, like, who cares? Just and tune we, it out. I mean, yeah. memory, thinking back on things, even examining time, that's all just 
recreating old memories in your head. Like it's all looking back on stuff and reconstructing it. It doesn't actually exist. You're just mm -hmm. like reconstructing previous information. And there are a lot, like you said, Cameron, since there aren't, things aren't making as big of an impact on you. So I suspect you don't have as many milestones in your head. So when you're reconstructing these memories, it doesn't you feel like as, as long a span of time because not as many big, like mm -hmm. for me, if I like took a big trip or something happened, that makes a certain span of time feel longer in my head looking back on it than if I was just working for another week or doing something mundane for another week. And those kind of stretch time out in a certain way. So I think also <laughs> having those milestones of things that are impactful or new make time kind of feel longer. Um, it it's also kind of to, on the same branch i think also um specifically our generation who's really grown up mm -hmm. who, who was born in a non-technology not really a technological mm -hmm. era right. and then born, like, grew right up into one the technological era yeah i think we have yeah. an, another issue where it's like we nowadays we consume so much media that um it's like we can't make memories as well anymore because yeah. it's like when, when we're not okay we, okay we go to a concert wow it's an amazing concert i'll remember this for the rest of my life we go home we put a movie on and we drown out our brain with you a don't movie. have time to settle and solidify you, the nothing memories processes mm -hmm. with it's us like no long-term memory we can watch we can watch uh, you know in three seasons of the office in a row and remember yeah. none of it yeah. because it's just it's just white yeah. noise basically i mean it's yeah. entertainment but it's just it's just white yeah, noise I, it just it tunes yeah. our brain out to That's not make real I memories try to make a conscious effort to do less of that like i'm just off mm -hmm. social media at this point i'm literally logged out on all of my accounts and don't let myself log back in um i haven't been doing Twitter the same thing like actually i've been really picky about what yeah. i've been spending my time on i still have like my guilty pleasures or whatever but i'm like yeah i'll only watch certain tv shows if i see that they're really worth it or i log on to facebook mm -hmm. every once in a while because my parents are on there yeah or something another like theory that. i had though about the whole like you mentioned certain pieces of media feeling a long time ago compared to when you were a kid I don't know if this is true for you guys, but it's true for me at least, is I feel like I'm keeping track of more different things now than when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I had very few interests. So like I was watching the release date of this given video game or like I had 10 video games and I made sure I played each of them all the time. So it's, it would be like, oh my gosh, it's been three months since I played this game. I own crazy. I should go play that again. Well, now, you know, I have hundreds and hundreds of games and hundreds well, and hundreds of things going on. So I can just like forget about something completely. I could forget about a certain friend I have that I haven't seen in a long time or whatever. And then 10 years pass and I haven't checked in on that given thing for 10 years. So it can like sneak up on me. But when I was a kid, I was basically keeping careful track of everything in my life. Um, mm -hmm. So it was it, time well, it's, to not it's pass media overload, noticing. isn't it? It's yeah. like it's like we have so many options of things to do nowadays. And mm -hmm. OK, look, human brains need stimulus or right. stimuli, whatever you want to call it. They mm -hmm. need it. That's, that's a fact. It's, it's yeah. not like it's, it's, if you stuck a human in a, in a room and let them sit there. For, with food and water they would just go insane and that's mm -hmm. it and, you know that's it and they would they would go insane um but when it's like okay when i'm a, when i was a kid it was like oh man i just got the new mario world yeah i'm gonna play it forever wow, you're a creepy kid <laughs> now now as an adult it's like okay here's my choices i have a trillion good games to play i have a trillion um good books to read but you know what's the easiest thing to do is to put a netflix movie on and not really pay mm -hmm. attention to it and zone yeah. out and because we've it's not that i don't like to play those games or, or I, don't, I don't like to read those books mm -hmm. but it's the easier thing to do and we've conditioned ourselves to to make watch you know consuming videos like a a um a retreat for our brain and mm -hmm. so our right. brain goes well why would you do the thing that takes energy why wouldn't you just not yeah. go sit in front of the, in the tv it's and watch it's such a Netflix. hard process to try to get out of that because like mm -hmm. i get into that cycle really easily but i also realize yeah. how bad i feel when i'm in that cycle and so right. i have to make a really conscious effort to be like no i need to break out of it and once you yeah. get out of it it's a lot easier yeah um, but yeah I was there's just so doing much that. of that around like i if people yeah. send me a youtube video unless it's from a very specific person i most of the time don't click on it because i'm like i'm just gonna yeah. get sucked in and i'm never gonna leave I had that same thing today where I was sitting down and like, oh, I'll get some work done before I have my next thing to do. But I was really tired. Um, I didn't get that much sleep. And I was just like, I ended up just kind of clicking through different videos and stuff and idling my time away. And I'm like, next time that happens, I should like take a look at what I'm doing and say, okay, am I actually going to get something to done? If so, what is that specific thing going to be? And if I decide I don't have the energy or creativity for that thing, I should just like go take a nap or go sit down and mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. like relax or actually focus meditate, on relaxing yeah. and not just idle my brain until the next thing forces me to leave so and do something to do else. That. Like especially yeah. if you have like a tr- traditional button seat job where you're like, well, I can't go do anything else. And then you just waste mm-hmm. so much time. Who Who is saying something? Someone interjected Cameron. there. Was it Ben? Okay, oh, Cameron. I just, I was thinking like you, th- there's, there's that aspect of it where you can actively see like if you're sitting in front of your computer and you're kind of just zoning out or you're watching Netflix yeah. and you're zoning out where it's like I could really be spending my time better but then there's also the perversion of our minds and this is where I'm at now um, that you sit in front of the TV and you binge I don't know how I'm watching House of Cards right now but your brain actively yeah. enjoys it to the point where you don't your brain doesn't tell you while you're doing it that you should stop doing this and go mm-hmm. do something productive. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I-, I will watch yes. five episodes of House of Cards and afterwards I'll be like, yeah, that was really good. I'm, I'm glad I watched yeah. that. And the next morning I'm like, wow, I wasted my whole day yeah. watching House of Cards. And, and then well, tonight I'll go depends, do it again. Though. It's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing all the time. Yeah. Right. But it is all the time. It's kind of like it's kind of like Cheetos that way, where yeah. I, I had heard once that they like they design Cheetos so that they have no mouthfeel. Wait, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? Cheetos. Cheetos. Oh, yeah, sorry. I think it's cheetahs. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, cheetahs. But no, Cheetos. They were they designed basically. Cheetos. Yes, exactly. When, they manu- when, when God made Cheetos, he decided they had no mouthfeel. <laughs> no, really. Uh, so Cheetos have no um, no mouthfeel. So basically, it does not feel to your mouth like you're eating as many calories as you actually are. So in the mm. moment, oh, it's like, evil. yeah, I can eat a ton of these. But they designed them so that it wouldn't feel like you're eating very much, even though you're eating a ton and you get all the fat and salt that's making you want to eat more. So it's the type of thing that in the moment, it doesn't feel bad to do. But, you I know, really want some Cheetos. a few hours later, you'll be like, why do I feel awful? Yeah, and yeah, you realize yeah. that, yeah, it basically your brain was just being tricked in the moment to not really be doing what's very good for it. So, yep. Yep. It's literally just capitalism. Uh, Man, it's amazing how everything always wraps back to food. <laughs> so on you know? that note, food time, everybody. Ben, what you been eating recently? I ate some ice cream and then a bowl of cereal earlier. Did you know, great. Ben, that it's been 15 years since ice cream was invented? Does that make you feel old? Yes, I didn't That's know. That's just I didn't not, know not I ate okay. ice cream no, when no, I no, was no. four. No, that is true. Yep. It has been 15 years since it was invented. Yes. It's just been 15 mm-hmm. plus a lot. There are kids alive today who never knew a world without ice cream in it. That, that I mean, yeah, yeah. Like one us. of those kids. <laughs> you, you should be you should be a politician, Brian, because your truths are so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I love. Yeah, uh, Abigail. Uh huh. What you been eating? Well, let's see. Today I had uh, Tuscan grilled. Chicken Raiders with mm-hmm. asparagus, and I also had a smoothie and a okay. glass of wine. All right, that sounds good. Cameron, what have you been eating today? Uh, whatever I can scrounge up. All so, right, well, food time is a know, boring like, segment. Oh, Ryan, what have you been eating today? Sorry, Cameron, uh, what? I cut you off. Well, I actually wanted I want to talk about oh. one cool thing I ate. Okay, um, so um at our uh, graduation barbecue which we uh-huh. catered this year because we didn't oh, want to wow. do it because we wanted to go to graduation um the chef he's actually our old boss um it was sean i don't know if you guys remember mm. him at all but he, um, he did the him. catering this year and um he had these really good bacon wrapped uh chicken skewers hmm. um and i they were really good they were you know it's just it's just you know a, a piece of a tenderloin wrapped in bacon yeah. on a skewer baked and it's lovely um so last night i went down to the kitchen because i was looking for something to eat and i was just digging around um in the freezer and i found a box and i opened it and it was a giant box of frozen chicken bacon wrapped skewers and i was like sean what come on bro you didn't hand make we paid you so much money they handmade these skewers and you bought them and froze them so are you sure that I he didn't make a bunch them and then freeze them no, they were prepackaged Cisco. Brand oh wow! <laughs> Seriously, really good. and I, I ate like six of them last night. Um, <laughs> but they—I just was like, "Oh come on!" Yeah, you these fancy skewers, and you just mm-hmm. ordered them in. So Whatever. Cameron, that's what I ate last night. Last time, um, last time we got cut off on the podcast because we we had run out of time, my very specific time limit. So we're going to mm-hmm. move on from food time to pick up the conversation we never had. Gun time. Um, yes. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit before heroes uh, a couple nights ago, Mm -hmm. but I'm just kind of curious to talk to everyone about this. And that is the idea of shooting guns because I had never fired a weapon in my life, uh, prior to a week ago. And when I was visiting Abigail, her brother really, really likes guns. Um, he really likes guns. Um, 
So he'd, he basically <laughs> asked me every time I visited there to go shooting. And I always had some reason to not. Uh, and this time, finally, we were able to fit into our schedule. So I went shooting with him and some of his friends and Abigail and fired a weapon. So we fired rifles and then we fired pistols. You fired and, a muzzle in the gaunt. Yes. And you fired an AK-74, I believe. I, guess I think I guessed both of those. And what mm-hmm. pistols? Give me a description of the pistols. Oh, gosh. Um, Abigail. Glock, oh, Glock. Millimeter. Yes. Okay, that's super vague. I know. That's all I know about it, though. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Was it? A, yeah. How, how many bullets were in each um, clip? Uh, 15, I think. The, I think? Yeah, the clip was pretty big. 15 or 17. Excuse me. It's not a clip. Oh, it's a magazine. It is a magazine. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was 15 or 17. It was in the teens. Yeah. Ooh, seven. Wow, okay. That's cool. That means it's a... Mm-hmm. And it was a 9mm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it could still be a lot of things. But anyways, continue. Then I fired another one that was like a... Different. It was ah. Uh, it was American made. It was seven bullets in the magazine. That was a forty-five or a forty-four, probably. Yes, I think it was a forty-five. Did it have a lot of kick? Like no. When you fired, what's you like a magnum? Game. What would that be? Uh, anything. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Seven magnum, forty-four magnum, forty-five. Yeah, this magnum, didn't have that much magnum. kick. I don't think it was a forty-five. Like when? Okay, so when um when you fired it, mm-hmm. did you have to realign yourself to fire again? Not or did, really. Was it pop, no, pop, the, pop, 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 pop. Yeah, not really. The main difference was that it uh it had a much nicer trigger than the other one, it was much smoother fire. Oh, okay, it might um, have been a nine millimeter still. Then I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, did pistols and did rifles. Obviously, Cameron knows more about guns than I do. Um. And yeah, I did not enjoy the rifles at all because at the given range I was going to, they required you to sit to use a rifle. Um, And that was an incredibly uncomfortable process for a number of reasons. One, I had never fired a gun before. So just figuring out how that all worked was annoying. Two, the stool was completely the wrong height for me and it was completely non-adjustable. So I had to contort myself a lot to be able to get it to where I could actually aim down the sights, be aiming at the trigger have it pressed up against my shoulder it was the most unnatural uncomfortable thing in the Mm -hmm. world um so i didn't enjoy that very much uh the pistols however i could do standing and that was far more enjoyable for me uh maybe i can ever it's it's so funny your experience firing guns and then what we do in oregon firing guns so Mm -hmm. it's like you're like i I had to sit down and i had to aim at a target and it was horrible and meanwhile i'm holding two rifles one in each hand and firing them hip fire from my from the side just into puddles on the ground remind me not to get (laughs) shooting with you (laughs) we're completely safe and everything i'm doing is not dangerous it's just yes sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you you may continue that's all i was saying okay so cameron Ah. What are the four rules of gun safety that they teach you at a gun um, range? Don't probably shoot people, don't shoot people, a, a gun. Don't shoot people, don't shoot yes, Very a gun is always loaded. Treat a gun, a gun as it's always, always loaded. loaded. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, never ever ever point a gun at somebody or, or anything you don't want to kill. Be willing mm-hmm. to destroy whatever you're pointing at. Yep. Yes. Pretty much the same thing. Um, always check the chamber before. Um, I don't know. Always check the chamber. No, that's probably with the loaded one. No, that one's not um, there. Okay, so let me think. Um, Point rifle down when moving it, or point guns down when you're moving. Nope, them? nope. That goes what is with something the not pointing at things you don't want to kill? Yeah, this one oh, is I something that floor. people in movies and posters and stuff get wrong a lot. Oh, uh, uh, hand finger always, 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 always off the trigger until you're ready to fire. There yep. you go. And there's one more. Um, I don't know. Give me a hint. It's about targeting. It's about targeting. Yep. Like, as in shooting at targets? It's about your target. It's about your target. Mm-hmm. Besides, don't point at something you don't want to kill. Yeah, so the last one is make sure there's nothing beyond your target that you don't want to hit. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, make sure there's nothing, like, if you're firing a gun, everybody should be standing in line with you or behind you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there shouldn't yeah. be anyone out in front of you. Um, well, so, I mean, yeah. that happens. So. Yeah. I mean, like at, at, a, at a gun range in Alaska, what they would do, because we all had, it was just this uh, a giant line. Mm-hmm. And then a range down down yeah. low, and there's you know ten people there. And so what would happen is everyone would fire, and then they would go hold, hold. And everyone would raise their hand, and everyone would unload their guns, put their guns down, and then we'd all walk onto the range and pick up our targets mm-hmm. and check our targets. So oh, it was yeah. it was like I went to a so range if, like that if, in Florida. That sounds yeah, terrifying. But if somebody had had said hold, and then one person didn't had their ear protection on or whatever, mm-hmm. and they didn't hear, well then you're shooting down range with people down range. You know, um, that's so, bad. That's yeah. that's another big important rule is never shoot when somebody's not in line yeah. or behind you. Yeah. So um But ben, yeah, how did how did you like it? Oh yeah, sure. I was you just didn't gonna really super describe it. Yeah, I like I said, didn't love rifles. Pistols, on the other hand, that was actually super fun. 
Um, mm-hmm. I wish we hadn't just done that for like the last 10 or 15 minutes. Um, it was a lot more versatile. I think the things I liked about pistol firing was way more versatile. Um, I could see immediately. So in the rifles, it was far enough away that you had to look through a little scope to see where you actually hit. Um, so there was like no immediate feedback to firing and seeing how well your shot did. It was a very mm-hmm. delayed feedback. So, so you keep on saying, you say rifle. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the Mosin Nagant, but not the AK-74, which is technically a rifle, but it's more like a... Uh, both, but I may be misapplying the term. Um, I, Not misapplying, actually, you're technically correct, but it's harder. When you say rifle, I just immediately imagine a a, a um, like you know, a long-barreled uh-huh. Mosin Nagant or something like that. But I guess you're, you also fired that AK. Right. Um, yeah. which is a completely different experience. So you didn't like firing that either? I, I liked firing it. I didn't like the setup, which is that I couldn't see where gotcha. my bolts were going. I had to use a little finder. I had to be sitting down. So the whole like range they had set up for rifle-sized guns was just uncomfortable. Um, gotcha. okay. That's where I spent most of my time. So that's that wasn't great. Uh, the pistols, the little bit I did at the end was actually really great, though. Um, the, the thing that was interesting, I mean, it was really interesting to me just learning about how guns work. I had uh, mm-hmm. Graydon, one of uh, uh, Abigail's brother's friends, uh show me through um like how it worked and he basically disassembled the glock in front of me and showed how all the different parts went together and what was really interesting to me is just how simple guns are like especially the gun itself it's not like there's any like gunpowder or anything in the gun itself it's literally Mm. just a slingshot it's just a it's just a mechanic it's just a mechanical piece of metal it's trying to make a little metal pin move fast and that's pretty much it and then have a chamber to shoot and then yeah and it was really interesting to me just how simple that is because there's so much like mystique and fear around the concept of a gun. And so mm-hmm. seeing what it actually was and how it actually worked was really interesting to me. I mean, it goes it goes it goes that way for anything that humans use as tools. A, yeah. a gun is literally just a tool. Mm-hmm. Now, a, a tool with a varied history, I admit, but yeah. everything is has a sort of varied history. And so when people see guns, they immediately re- well, you know, some people immediately recoil and like, "Ah, uh-huh. guns are just these killing machines recoil. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in reality, they're just another tool to yeah. accomplish a purpose. Now, if your purpose is malice, mm-hmm. then that's the issue. But a car can have a malice. We've seen that a too. lot recently. Yeah. yeah, and so not not to get all political and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not defending complete stupid I know dumb mean, gun though. laws. Because but it's the fear there factor. It's the line. idea of creating yeah. this mystique. We're going to run into this problem with whatever the next weapon system is, or whatever our existing weapon systems are. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're right. They're totally tools. Um, so. Yeah, there ahead, was a ahead. really funny moment because Abigail's brother actually built his uh, own rifle right before oh. we went out. So he had a, he actually has a 3D printer that prints one of the parts, Whoa, which is that's pretty cool. So, cool. Um, so he had he created. Do you know what the name of that part is, Abigail? That it prints the firing pin. Uh, no, it was a big. Like the, it was like a metal centerpiece where, where you where would, you would put you the would trigger, house the trigger, and everything. I don't know what that's it's the called. chamber. The chamber. Yeah. Oh. No, oh, it's wait, like, how's the how's you the would trigger? like attach the grip to it? It's almost like the center of the gun. Yeah, it, like, like has it was the... basically that piece. Well, the, fr- the frame. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Yeah, I don't. The frame is, I don't know. Gun the tricks. frame is everything from the it, the frame is the hand grip up to where the chamber sits, and then a little bit of the barrel. I think that might have been it, or at least okay. a portion of that. But anyway, he built his own rifle right beforehand, and the first I think the first person to fire it was Abigail, uh, and it was oh, cool. funny because she had it all set up. And she aimed and she shot and um, we heard two gunshots and Michael was like, did, did you fire twice? And she's like, it fired twice. And he's like, no, Brian must have just fired at the same time from one place over. Like, there's no reason the gun would fire twice if you press the trigger once. And no one believed Abigail that it actually shot twice. <laughs> so she lined up to sh- shoot again and shot again. And she's like, it shot twice. And they're like, no, it didn't. That's ridiculous. Brian just fired again. And I'm like, I didn't fire again. And they didn't hear me. And they're like, that, that's crazy. Why would it fire <laughs> twice? And Abigail's getting super nervous because there was a rule there that you can't like shoot. A, you have to wait two seconds between each shot. Um, they don't want you firing. You need to go to a better yeah, gun range. They don't want you firing rapidly for whatever no, reason. Dude, she's like, like yeah. Better gun range. And okay. Abigail's like, I'm breaking the rules. I don't know what's going on here. And so finally, Michael decided to try it for himself. And he's like, this doesn't fire twice. And he pulled the trigger. And it's like, whoa, it fired twice. <laughs> and so they apparently somehow that they had set it up was that I believe what was going on is it was firing when they were pressing the trigger and when they were releasing the trigger. Ah, uh, um, yes. Something was set up to where that's it was. That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's so Michael's like, good. that's kind of a cool feature, but totally not what we intended. Um, so there you go. Dangerous of building your own gun. Um, yeah, you got to get that stuff right or something really badly can go bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so uh anyway um, ben i was gonna ask you real quick what's your like gun experience 
Um, well, I used to go hunting with my father, uh, so we hunt s- small small game and large game like mm-hmm. deer, uh, but we did a lot more rabbit and squirrel hunting. Um, so yeah, I be- that's kind of the extent of my gun experience. I've gone shooting uh-huh. once uh, with my church back home, right? Um, and where we all like all the men got together and then they just brought all the different guns they had and they just shot them and it, I mean it was fun, but like. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of guns. I prefer the bow and arrow mm-hmm. in almost every sense. I've um, never used it, but that sounds pretty it, cool. It, the bow and arrow is pretty elegant, right? I mean, yeah. compared to the like, gun anyways. Yeah, so I, I, I love bow and arrow. I'm not a huge fan of guns. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily dislike them. I don't think that... Yeah. I, I don't, again, trying not to get political. I, uh, I don't like... I'm not scared of guns. I totally understand the functionality. They're just not my preferred method of uh, hunting. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense, and I, and that's totally fine too. Um, the the way you described the get the gathering of, of guys and getting all their guns together is exactly how um it, we do our our gun our shooting in Alaska because it's like my uncle, my grandpa did when before before he passed away. Um, and my dad and my aunt, they all we all have stockpiles of our own kinds of guns. So what we would do is you just pick our like five favorite, grab the ammo for it, drive out and meet um out in the dunes. And then just lay out all the guns on the uh, on a tarp on the bed of the truck, and just people would just grab what they need, shoot it a little bit, go put it back, grab something new, and there's like you know ten people sem- standing in a semicircle shooting outward, of course, and just shooting different kinds of guns. That's just like right. a, like a party almost, you know. Try try this wine. Try this handgun. I I handcrafted <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, so, uh, it's a lot it's, of fun. It's funny how like people are such connoisseurs about it how they like always mm-hmm. want to try oh this one is a different feel like feel the trigger on this it's so buttery and smooth yep. and it's just like this is like a foodie but for guns it's well, really everything weird. has a I, hobby you know oh Everyone yeah has a hobby i know for me i compare gun culture more closely to car culture oh it's that's like a great this, comparison like, those the the same type of person mm-hmm. and how they speak about gar- cars is how they, they just love the mechanics like, yeah yeah and, and and it's mechanics it's also like uh, I don't know if you guys have ever like seen or read any gun magazines. Have you mm-hmm. guys ever seen those? I've seen them around. Yeah, 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 a few. Yeah, like it's the same kind of feel as a car magazine. Like, yeah, for yeah, good like, point. Super into cars. Yeah. So anyway, that's I think how you're I, to- that's how I think No, you're about totally it. right. That's really a better any, analogy. Yeah, I don't really have any huge beliefs one way or the other about guns. I think that they're not as fun <clears> as bow and arrows. Is really what it comes huh. down to. <laughs> I need to try archery next. I've not done um, that. You should, Brian, you should go and find a good range in Houston. I'm sure um, there are because tons. Because I'm glad you went. I yeah. am. But I feel like that place kind of stifled you a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. guns, You sh- if, you're, if you're using guns for recreational purposes, you should be having fun. That's why the pistol and was so I, much I understand, better. It felt way less stifled. Well, you even said, so, someone said that there was a rule about firing one shot within two, or two shots within yeah. two seconds of each other. Yeah. That seems ridiculous. And so, mm-hmm. listen, guns should be properly taken care of and be safe around them that's like the the rule number one golden rule i get that but also you should have fun while you're firing them and mm-hmm. so i mean that's the pit- only reason anyone is out there no one is like practicing their skills we were going right. there for fun so and so if you have a pistol with 17 shots in yeah. it you should be able to fire those 17 shots as fast as you possibly safely can mm-hmm. and I so I would I would highly encourage you if you want you don't have to maybe when mm-hmm. maybe when I'm down there we yeah. can go find a good gun range yeah, and uh, get some Problem shots. Problem we don't, if own, you don't guns, own guns. Um, right, you have to rent them, and that's going to be expensive. But yeah. I mean, we could just rent. You know, there's a place in Oregon here where you can rent literally a Tommy gun, a Thompson. Yeah, and uh, it's got well, a fifty a fifty round yeah. drum mag, and it just. I mean, I should be down there in the winter. We're hoping so maybe we can do it then because you guys own plenty. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. My dad is um my dad would like to do that and I think my boss would as well, Jesse, so, so I think that'd be great. Cameron, how many guns do you have like in your house? Do I own personally? Yeah. I own I own a 12 gauge shotgun, mm-hmm. super super long barrel. It's usually it's usually used for um bird hunting. So long barrel would I, be like more accurate for shotguns, right? Uh, accurate I guess kind of I guess that's the definition, more range? but what it does is well, what it does is it it so okay with a shotgun with a typical round you have what's called um bird shot right yeah and a so bunch of pellets. that's just billions of little not billions but a lot of little pellets go yeah. poof and just kind of scatter quickly so the longer the barrel the less scattered the the pellets are when they leave the barrel which mm-hmm. means a tighter shot radius yeah. um 
Then, of course, there's slugs, which is just literally what you imagine. It's just a giant metal marble ball that just goes boom and flies out. So, um, and then there's there's buck and there's a bunch of other stuff. Anyways, yeah. so yeah, I have a long-barreled shotgun, which is supposed to be used for birds, um, but I it mostly is my home protection. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have two twenty twos, a long range, a long-barreled rifle, um, single shot. It's really a cute little gun. It's from the forties, and it's mm-hmm. really fun to play around with. And then I have a a survival twenty two, which fits into a waterproof case, hmm. um, and so it float it floats and everything. So if if I was on a a hike, not that I ever hike or a kayaking trip, not that I ever do that either. <laughs> um, actually, that's not true. I do kayak weirdly now. I'll tell you guys about that. Oh. Um, but yeah, it just it's, it's just used for like survival. So if it falls on a pond, it's not gonna get ruined. Yeah. Um, and then I have a I have a BB gun. So not a okay. whole lot. Still, that's that is. My several dad has guns. the much more guns um, yeah. than I do, and I we I usually borrow his if we go shooting. So gotcha. What's your favorite one to shoot? Um, shotguns are really fun because, like, okay, a pistol. You you know it's fun to shoot pistols, but it's not really fun to hit things with pistols because they just kind of go bunk. And then it's like, okay, cool. I've cut down trees with shotguns. Um, and that's just so much, just hip firing a shotgun is so satisfying. You just, you're holding it at your hip, boom, and a branch flies, boom, and you, you know, rocks go scatter it out into the wind, boom, you know, you blow up a bottle or something. You don't have to, you don't have to aim with shotguns. And I think that's really fun. You just point it in the general direction of what you want to blow up, and they blow up. Yep. It's like great. a bow and arrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all okay um hey we should do something okay um i don't really know what the heck time we're at because you know everything was World yeah. War first um minus 15 on the whatever we're at now uh-huh. okay wow we've only been recording this episode for 30 minutes huh yeah. okay it could be a short um, one feels like an hour and a year um <laughs> we should talk about heroes oh yeah how does that sound abigail that, yeah, see, that was my point, that we didn't have to bring up the fact that Abigail Abigail's stepped out gone, for a minute. I think. She has been... <sighs> no, she's, she wrote a message. It's right there. I gotta step out for a minute. Oh, I never saw that. Jeez, Brian. It didn't alert me. I was good, really good, confused. Good host. You're, you're so, being a great so, host today. So while, she's, so while she's gone, we're just going to take this opportunity to talk about heroes. I mean, she I plays that heroes. Was a good time. But yeah, no, that's good. Sorry, Cameron. I was just so interested in what you were saying that I wasn't letting my computer Aww. distract me. Um, Thanks, Brian. But you're not going to make make me retract my statement. I know. About uh, hey, you said I was a good host. So I'm just going to pretend it wasn't sarcastic. It was. Uh, <laughs> All right. I can't so change your thinking. That sounds that. great. So yeah, what do you want to talk about heroes? I'm, it's I'm fun. constantly thinking about heroes, so that sounds it's a, great. It's it, it, we can end the conversation. It's fun. Oh. I think that's pretty much explains all of it. <laughs> no. Okay, so Brian, you came to me the other day with yeah. a really good idea, and you said, I'm going to... Because me, you, and and, and you, Ben, we, we were... I, I, you know, with the conversations like this, I find it hard to... Am I talking to you guys or talking to the audience? You're talking to us. Um, okay, cool. You're talking guys, to me. Yeah. Um. I, I the idea you brought to me after we had done some drafts where we were kind of panicking about um who to choose and like oh my god I could play yeah. Jaina but I'm not super good as Jaina but she fits in this clean comp really well yeah. and so you came to me that night and said let's I picked eight heroes which happens to be the number of heroes you can favorite in Heroes of Storm um, and I'm going to only pick from them during drafting and that was yeah. a great idea um for multiple reasons a it helps us with the paralysis. And okay, if you have to choose from these heroes, it's not a very big pool. Who's to the fill best a team. fit? Yeah. Who is the best fit? And two, or B, yep. or whatever I said. <laughs> no, you said A. I was hoping you'd say two next, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't remember, so I guess the yeah. whole joke is there anyway still. Um, and two, it's like you are only focusing on these eight characters to really practice with. And that helps you get better at those specific eight heroes. If if your mm-hmm. roster is full of the fifty heroes or whatever there are, it's like, oh my god, I've played yeah, they're like seventy one now. game as random mm-hmm. heroes. There's not seventy. Is there not? Here you can. You're right. I think there's ten per line. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. There's like fifty or sixty. Okay. Um. But yeah, it just helps you narrow down your playing field, and you get better with specific heroes instead of being decent at all of them. You are really good at some. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I really enjoy that. And then we made a we made a big list about all the ones that we've chosen. I think it's yeah. We did a good job, I think. It's going to be fun. Yeah, because we kind of tried to make it... I mean, yeah, there are so many heroes, it's just so hard to choose. So we tried to, like, say, okay, we kind of need each role, so let's make sure we have a tank, to make sure we have a support, let's make sure we have some damage. So if one of us is 
picking last or whatever and we don't have a given role, they're not like, sorry guys, guess we don't have a healer this game. It's like, we're going to try to eliminate <laughs> that from happening for the most part. Right. Um, yep. And I think we did a pretty good job. We also kind of prioritized not picking the same one because that way if like all of our healers are Rhaegar and one of us picks Rhaegar or whatever, then the other can't or if all of our damage is the same thing, then it, it kind of oh uh, right yeah. you mean like between our lists we don't have uh -huh. the same heroes so mostly. bins are different from mine or different from yours for those part right, which right. is cool most of the time we play different heroes anyway but yeah mm. i've been enjoying that a lot and part of that process for me has been i realized i needed a second healer because i basically only know how to play one of them and i'm like i should probably have another one i can play so i tried out uh ariel which is yeah. like this angel from diablo and there i can't quite remember the last time i played a hero that felt this fun this quickly with it mm -hmm. like just fell in love with that hero everything about it was so much fun um like no mana is wonderful that way i can just use yep. my abilities whenever they're off cooldown which i love um i love how the healing is like she builds up a meter and then can use it so like i can either heal for a little bit or a lot and the cooldown is super short so it feels like the most controlled healing of any hero i don't except That's maybe so weird that you say that yeah because I, I felt the opposite where I felt like I was never in control of mm -hmm. my healing. But the fact that you're able to understand her better than I ever did um, and right. really are able to get those heals off anyways. Because like for me, it was always, oh my God, I have it on the Illidan, but the Illidan sucks and there's not any yeah. damage. So I don't have any heals. And oh, my teammate just died because I had no heals. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're seeming to be very able to yeah. control her better than I did and mm -hmm. really get those heals off. Yeah. Um, regardless of you know i mean what how our team is doing i'm sure on bad teams it'd be frustrating um just like any support is frustrating to play on a bad team True. because True. as support you can't really make plays you're waiting for your team to do stuff and helping them do it so if you have a bad team you're gonna have a bad time as a support most of the time it helped that i was playing with you and you were playing some real good characters uh for me to to work with um yeah. but additionally um yeah it's just like i love how controllable it is and that not only can i kind of decide when exactly in my meter i want to heal but i can also decide exactly where i want to throw the heal and try to catch multiple heroes in it it's like area of effect healing so it's like mm -hmm. it's a healer that you have to play super actively um but you get really rewarded for playing it actively and i can also actually deal a lot of damage i can also do wave clear i can also um do stuns and cc yeah, so it's, it's wild i kind of have everything other stuff she can do you know? yeah so I don't, it's not just heals with her like morales or whatever yeah it's like you actually do a decent amount of damage. I wonder if there's mm -hmm. a damage build for her. Yeah. That was why I suggested. Yeah. That was why I suggested her is because she's one of those. She's one of those very powerful and impactful healers mm -hmm. that isn't super boring to play. But yeah. I just I personally don't enjoy her playstyle. Uh -huh. But there is but there's enough going on that other people may. Yeah. And so that was why I suggested it is like, hey, mm -hmm. maybe you might want to try this because well, she's not brain dead. Good <laughs> suggestion. Yeah. Because I love it so far from the maybe six games good. I've played. I'm really glad. I, I'm really glad. I understood where she could be fun, mm -hmm. but she just didn't feel like yeah. because I suck at positioning in general. Oh gosh, it's so I much about positioning. Well with her. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And also one fun trick we had, Cameron was playing Dezebo and he was creating his little zombie wall things, which create, you know, that ring of zombies around people. My little ribbon can knock people into that and it will stun them. It counts as oh, terrain. that's awesome. So it was basically yep. creating terrain for me to knock people into. But yeah, no, I really like that new way of playing heroes. We've been having a lot of fun doing that. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think it's going to help us all focus on actually learning certain heroes instead of getting... Um, because Cameron, there were kind of two things we were trying to do. We were trying to get every hero to five, and we're getting pretty close right. to doing that. So we I'm basically really close, know yeah. how everyone works. And then yep. kind of step two of that is, okay, now start actually getting good at people. Um, yeah. I was so focused down. on getting everyone to five that I probably... I mean, I learned a lot. I learned a lot playing every hero to five. I only have mm -hmm. like four more to go or something that I actually own. Um, but then it's like I realized... I was realizing as we were drafting, I was like... <sighs> I have so many heroes to five, but I don't feel good at any of them. Uh -huh. I feel like I know them, yeah. but I don't I, I don't know how to play them. Um, and that was the problem. And I realized I was sticking with Vala or Raynor because I just knew them so well. And that wasn't a good amount of heroes to have on your 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 docket, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I really am I'm, I'm enjoying how we have it set up now where it's like play quick match to just chill, get level, heroes to five, learn yeah. some new moves, try new heroes, play unranked draft to 
practice with the eight we've chosen and play ranked to go crazy, you know? Yep. No, um, I really so like the great. combo. Yeah. And I've just been reading a ton of stuff outside of Heroes, watching a ton of videos, reading up, taking notes, and just kind of learning the whole game flow better. And it has been... Mm. It has been so much fun. I have just yep. enjoyed like every minute I'm playing that game, except when I'm super tired and then just get frustrated. So I need to learn to identify when those times are and just stop. Um, yes. But other than that, it's been great. And now we found a game that we got Ben into that we're actually continuing to play with him rather yeah, than abandoning yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, Ben, like, I'm sorry that we, you know, ruined everything for you for so long. But now I don't think we're going to stop playing heroes anytime yeah. soon so well sweet i will continue to play with you guys and honestly i uh, i'm just trying to avoid other games dustin from hearthaholics tried to get me into a mobile game called the simpsons tapped out oh, no don't do it <laughs> don't do it and i downloaded it don't but i haven't opened the app and i'm really scared it's to. just one of those dumb games that you have timers Tap, and buy and gyms and yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just stupid but those games are fun no they're not no they're not <laughs> yeah. no they're, they're not. not actually they're tricking you into thinking they're fun they're anyway, the exact I, kind I, of media that cameron was talking about earlier they yeah they are the game version of that I, but anyway he told me that i had to at least try it so i'm yeah. going to and then i'm going to try my best to delete it as soon as we're done yep well, listen, I'm not I'm not the ruler of your money. So if you really want to spend money on Simpsons tapped oh, out, I, well, go no, for I it. haven't spent money on like. But you better still play Heroes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will. <laughs> also, ahead. any listeners, if you guys play games and you play on the PC, you're welcome to join us. Oh um, yeah. I just we'll want to throw you. that out there, just in case you guys are interested. Because yeah. yeah, we've taught Abigail. We also taught Danny. Um, yeah, I've heard about like, that. So if you guys want to play, we are happy to teach you. Sometimes Steven gets on and plays too. Every once in a while. Um, I haven't. I don't think I've literally spoken to Steven in like a month. That's weird. Where? What is he I been doing? I just spoke to him. He texted me back. <laughs> oh, that is my, that is my I, puppy. Okay, it's not I'm my dog mute myself. I'll be right back. Sure. Sorry. Um, but Cameron, you actually speaking of games before we uh, close out here, uh, you had an idea. Do you want to talk about that at all? You had some. Uh, um, or do you I want kind to keep of that got. I feel like I kind of got tepid. Okay. Response. I mean, so, I thought it was super cool, but I, I agree. Heard it yet. I, I, I think you yeah. Oh, wait, have I? Posted, I? You oh, was replied it that one? to it. Oh, I said I was excited. Never mind. I thought yeah. it was a different idea we were talking about. Abigail, you're thinking about my present for somebody that I haven't explained to you yet, I don't no. think. Your okay. summer plans. Yeah. yeah, summer plans is what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> you said you had a plan for the summer. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can explain that to you, Abigail, off the podcast. I'm very confused. Um, as for the... <laughs> okay. <laughs> as for the video game thing, I think that'd be fun... But I don't feel like everyone was super excited well, about okay. it. Well, so. okay. I love the idea. So let me just lay it out here real quick. Um, okay. The idea was we have a YouTube or sorry, a Twitch channel that we can stream stuff to. So we like we have that out there and we we do stuff like the podcast. But you're saying that we don't often like do things as a group that's really dedicated beyond just like playing right. a card and game I, for a little bit. Uh-huh. And my, my thought was that we try to do um, the Whales or Whales games, whatever. Yeah. But the Wheels problem with tables. that is it's like if you have a set if you have a set time mm-hmm. to do this thing every week, mm-hmm. chances are someone can't make it every week. Mm-hmm. And but if if you if you go forward and say, listen to me, people, carve out three hours of your schedule this week and we're all gonna be there this time. Oh, you only do it once, it's not a weekly thing, you just be like, carve out this time, darn it. That has a better chance of getting everybody there. And that was my yeah. idea. So you create it. So that's where I mis- probably misunderstood the idea. And so I was just looking for clarification. So your yeah. idea was all find like a game or something just to play through for three hours, play it as a group, make it kind of an event and mm-hmm. go for it. Um, and yeah. your idea was The Witness, which is like a mist like game, which mm-hmm. I think is awesome because I love mm-hmm. those games. Um, yeah, as long as it's not freaking. No, don't worry about it. It won't be. Wait, <laughs> what? No, I was no, really no. excited about this. Like- Wait, the freaking what? Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So I guess my question for you, Cameron, is when you said play through The Witness, I thought you meant keep doing it until we beat it. Um, in which case, that I'm like, well, that would require multiple sessions. So I was just curious, clarification, do you think we would set up multiple sessions, try I to mean, it would, yeah, make it weekly? I don't think that's... See how far we get? No, no, no. no the, the, part, the thing about it is we don't make it weekly okay. because if we make it that's weekly, was all of a sudden there's scheduling conflicts and we're yeah. like, well, can we move that's it to 2 p.m.? That's no. Yeah, okay. But there's no reason we can't be like, if we play for four hours one day and then afterwards we go, yeah, that was awesome, let's do it again. We'll just okay. plan it for another time. Gotcha, you know? gotcha. So that's what I was curious about. I think that's an awesome idea. Uh, also, sorry, uh, is a separate thing? Can I just really quick mention? I found that Dominion, with all of its expansions, in all of its expansions, is on Tabletop Simulator, and I got really into it. So, like, as soon as any of you guys have time, I'm 
I oh. am dying to play more Dominion with cool. you guys. Yeah. I don't know what Dominion is. It's a card game. Uh, it's, it's a, a card game that I taught. Game. Yeah, that I taught Brian and Steven while they were up here. Mm-hmm. And now that they know how to play, we could sit down and play. And I, I, I've done that a lot this week, like more than I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> the story of Ben. I played a game yeah. more than I probably <laughs> yeah. should have. Yeah, but yeah, I will keep that in mind. And yeah, Cameron, that's a, I think that's a super cool idea. Now, is part of your idea all of us being there, specifically making sure that it's a time that all six are there? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Then? Like, the, 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 whole, the whole idea was that me, you, and Ben play Heroes... Mm-hmm. You and Abigail play stuff. Mm-hmm. Me and Steven play stuff. But we never do it me together. Me and Ben play stuff, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. And None of us play Zach things never, with Zachary. Zach is never, <laughs> yeah. ever online except for the podcast. Sorry, yeah. Zach, man. So if we could get all six of us to do yeah. something one well, time for I, a long time. I own The Witness and have been meaning to play it for a long time. So if we just wanted to yeah, stream and, me see, playing That was it. my thought. We could even do it that way where we could go. Because I know me, you, and Steven could PlayStation share. Yeah. Uh, and so we could pass the controller back and forth and then everyone else could stream on Twitch where there's yeah. there's there's a mode on Twitch that decreases the lag to like two seconds or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. And so then everyone could have input and then we could switch controllers between me, you and Steven. Cool. I mean, I don't have it on the PS4, but you do. So that'll be fine. I do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's yes. do it. If you do you want to plan that? I do you mean, want me to sure. plan it. Okay. I can plan Just it. Someone yeah. will need to be in charge of getting all I'll, of our I'll plan schedules. It as, my, as, as my first new duty as host uh, of okay. the podcast, <laughs> I will Sounds plan good. It. it might be good to do once uh, Ben's on vacation. Uh, oh, well, speaking, yeah. sorry. Speaking of that, I wanted. Do you guys mind if I make that announcement? Go for I've already it. told all three of you. Yeah. Um, awesome. So for, for listeners of the podcast, I had part of the reason I found the network and joined. Excuse me. Wow, I just burped. Excuse me. I'm just gonna social <laughs> yep. timeout. I burped. Social time back in. Um, all right, but for the listener of the podcast, basically, I've been part of why I got into podcasting in general is because like I worked a or I have been working a job for the past two years that is, uh, I spend forty hours a week listening to podcasts. I've been a janitor at my college. Um, well, this past weekend, I got hired um, to be a video editor for a news channel in the Woo! area. Woo! Um, Good job, man! Yeah, so oh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Abigail. That was I really peaking appreciate a lot. That. I'm glad Discord peaked that Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I wanted to mention uh th- there's a couple caveats to that that are just really fast. I will have my social evenings back because I, I don't work during that time. Um yeah. but I do work do from seven thirty in the morning till uh, from two thirty in the morning until seven thirty in the morning. Mm, lovely yeah. schedule. So yeah. It's it's gonna be an it's gonna be definitely a schedule, um, but I will have evening. <laughs> so we be a schedule. Maybe I will be able to be on the podcast more because we won't have to have it on these weird times because I have the weirdest work schedule ever. That would be great. Feel yeah. bad, Ben. What? Feel good now. Feel good now. Stop, Abigail. Bad Abigail. <laughs> Feel good, Ben. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I am really really excited. I about apologize, this no, just I'm Abigail. Super excited fun, about your fun, job. Exciting. Yeah. Thank you, Abigail. Oh, absolutely. Also, I that's think super I, cool. The biggest thing. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. I was sorry. It's completely off topic. I was just going to say, Cameron, that um, I just learned that there is a skin for Rexar that is like <laughs> that Marine is from StarCraft. So you need to buy that. I Wait, hold on. It, there's a skin for Rexar? Yeah, where he wears like Marine armor and his bear has Marine armor. So it's like oh. Rainer Rexar. Cool. It's awesome. You should yeah. do that. <laughs> I told you it was I mean, off that's, topic. That's so much more important than Ben's job. Well, you were Ben's saying, I told you forward. it was off topic, and you told me to say it. So, Well, I told you to say it before you told me it was super off topic. I, you should have used your instinct as not host anymore. All right. Well, to, what um, were you saying? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I do now. Yay. Um, ben, I think the biggest thing you're going to have to really focus and not... Um, and not like get over your head with is that horrible sleep schedule you're going to have to try to manage. And so as somebody who has very bad sleep schedules, I wish you the best in figuring out what works best for you and your social life because that's going to oh, be yeah. really hard. Like um, I'll definitely figure it out. What is I, your I think new sleep the... schedule? Sorry, did I miss that? Did I zone out? Well, well his no, we work schedule about... is 2.30 oh, okay. to 7 a.m. Yeah, like my work schedule is going to be insane. I honestly, I've I've been experimenting with some different like maths on like what the, would be the best way to find sleep around then that would allow me to still be a human being. Um, so like I don't know, I, I have some different things that I'd like to try. 
Uh, but I, I am blessed with the ability to fall asleep in under two minutes. That's a good so, point. Yes, that's. So like, I hate you. <laughs> from, so like, if I decide, hey, I'm gonna go to sleep at this time, I'll be asleep at that time. So like, I, I'm not super worried, but but especially because like you guys were around when I was working that other second job, right? Where I was going into yep. work at four a.m. Yeah. Like I would get off work at midnight, go into work at four a.m., and I would Crazy, sleep man. for four hours. Like I slept for three and four hours at yeah. a time. So, like, I, I feel like this is something I could easily do. You're right. I realized <laughs> that I was attributing jobs. your work's your work hours to what I would do if I was working that hours, and I would be miserable and horrible, and I would want to kill myself. Um, but you seem to have a much better handle on your sleep, so I think you'll. I think you're going to do awesome. I'm really awesome. happy for well, I, you to I, get I'm out also, of your, your work, the job. Yeah, you're I'm now. also just so happy to be to be able to yep. move away from what I have been doing because it's been just so rough. So, did you give um, it two weeks? Not yet. Uh, we actually are going to be planning a, a like a, a trip because i've got a bunch of vacation to use oh yeah um and so i will be putting in my two weeks probably within the next like three or four days can you use so okay if you if you gave her two weeks to tomorrow say and then you took your vacation during the two weeks would that work or would they make so, you work the time you took vacation so societally that's frowned upon. That's very, very right. severely frowned but, upon. But come on, right? But like right. my job also in the handbook says that they don't pay out days that I've earned. Um, right. Like some places, like if you work on holidays, like I worked both Easter, Easter and Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. um, and normally like they would pay out, but my job doesn't. And so like, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm going to be able to do it one way or the other. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Well, once yeah, again, I'm, congratulations. I, sorry, I, yeah, not to totally overthrow the podcast. I was just really excited that I may be able to be more consistently on. I know all my fans that are out there uh, really have missed me the last couple of weeks. So. <laughs> Where's your pin? Thanks, fans. Thanks, fans. I think that one's having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, sorry, totally derailed. Uh, yep. Well, don't worry, I we derailed never, your derail, we so we're all railed. good. Um, and yes, we don't. We are not a train. We are an off-road jeep. Um, okay, or, or um, we're can, a blimp. Yes. Can we do the last segment, can, <laughs> Brian? Can we do the last, the very last segment? Because we're moving just that slowly. Uh, yeah. What What the heck is the last segment? Wait, no, wait. wait. Do I have to ask Cameron? Whole segment? What? No, it's not. It's not a whole segment. It's a mini segment. What's yes, the, ask I me. I don't ask know what me, it ben, is. As the new host of the podcast, Cameron, ask me. Yes, can, so, yes, sir. Can we close out the show with the say nice things to people segment? Because we we did that for like we did it for Steven, and then we did it like I did it for everyone else. Now I think we should do it for like Brian. Wait. Um. Sure. He uh, okay. Feels okay. Really as bad host, that we yelled at him. As host, uh, we I will decree, clang 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 the gavel. Um. Oh. We will now gavel do clang. say nice things about people for Brian. Okay. And Brian, because you can't say nice things about yourself, that would be cheating. Uh -huh. You have to say a nice thing about the podcast in general. Oh, I, I, oh, that's a good. And I a, okay. use my gavel, cling, 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 for no sarcasm. Cling, 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 okay, cling, no sarcasm. cling, cling, cling. Oh, wow. cling. That is a metal gavel. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I got a metal one. All and right. it, it doesn't make much sense. It's to just me. a hammer. All right, can we, Cameron? Can we go alphabetically? Uh, sure. Seriously, go for it, ben. make it happen. Oh, Abigail. You. Right. I was thinking Loudy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go by Loudy. Ben, go first. Sure. All right, All right. Brian. Um, yes. I think you're. Uh, this is something I've told you before, but I think that you are incredibly eloquent, um, and well spoken. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're a nice. Uh, I guess F is Fub next. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have wonderful uh, names. Brian. <laughs> yes. I think you. I've I've told you this before as well. So this mm -hmm. this topic might kind of be done. Of course. <laughs> you're too nice but, to me, guys. <laughs> I, I hope people don't really think that we're actually mean to each other. We're off the actually podcast, really right? nice to each other outside like, of the podcast. We're really part. good friends. Yeah. Wait, well, Abigail, hold on. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to dispel rumors yeah. here. You're not helping. No, Abigail's <laughs> being dumb again because she's. Abigail, shut up! Abigail, <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. Right. But yes, we're actually very nice to each other. So, anyway, yes, you may um, continue. I have told you this before, but you have, you and Steven actually. Um, but I talk more with you just because mm -hmm. we our schedules sync up more. Yeah, you have changed the way I talk to people, mm -hmm. um, and it's because probably what Ben said of of your um, elec elec elegantness. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> obviously, exactly. I don't have that. That hasn't rubbed <laughs> off yet. Um, no, because of your um, because of your eloquentness, I guess. Yep. Um, I am able to articulate myself better, listen to people's opinions better, and and see the the like 
the opinions of people more and not just immediately dismiss them because I was a fairly closed-minded person before I started Disembodied Voices with you guys. Right. Leaving Disembodied Voices, I was much more open-minded to everyone's opinions. And honestly, you are pretty much entirely, and Steven, are responsible Mm -hmm. for that. So thank you. That's awesome. Like, if I want to have an effect on people, that's very, very high up on the things I would like people to take away from talking to me. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Abigail. Yeah. So my nice... My nice thing was going to be... Clang, 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 no sarcasm. Uh-huh. That you were tall. <laughs> yeah, see? Clang, 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 that... no stupid answers either. But yep. then I realized I'd get clanged. So... Yes. Clang. So, but tallness is very good, guys. I mean, it, it's... It's very it's useful. Objectionable. He can reach good. things that I can't. Yeah, but he can't He can't sit on a bench and shoot a rifle comfortably either. That's so true. It, it's a blessing true, and a curse. But he's very bendy. Anyways. But, mm-hmm. He can fall yes. asleep. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Next, what? Abigail, clang, clang, clang. But you can't like throw out the podcast because it's already over. Say nice things to Brian on the podcast feels so wrong. Okay, why? Because I don't do that. Say nice things to people, Abigail. Say nice things. You should. I just don't say them on the podcast. Well, then just be careful. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Like his hair. Yeah, you're making this much harder on yourself. Because it's bad. Brian. Yeah. Yes. Brian. Yes. You are... Here he come. <laughs> a very stable person. But at the That's same a really time... That's compliment, yeah. You are also very flexible. And Not back to the bindy thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and willing to be spontaneous. And so that mixture of stability and spontaneity mm-hmm. yes. is a very good one. Um, at least for me, as <laughs> someone who benefits from your friendship, um, because you are able to just go with the flow and like make people feel comfortable. But at the same time, I don't have to be worried that like if I need you for something or, you know, any of us don't really have to be mm-hmm. worried that you're not going to be there because you're mm-hmm. also that very stable uh, presence who's just kind of like always there. So you're kind of an enigma in that sense. You're, like, <laughs> I appreciate that though, and that's why I'm still the host, despite all of my mistakes. <laughs> it is is to be a host. Hold up, Hold up. Yep. this is not no we no clang yep. clang clang. To be host, clang. You have to be stable and flexible. Clang, um, Brian, clang, yes. Brian, clang. Mm-hmm. You need to do your thing now, clang. All right. <clears throat> By the way, I want you all to know yep. that every time I say clang, I'm 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 swinging my hand you know, like I'm hitting. I a totally imagined awesome. you doing that. Yeah. Good, good. That's. I'm glad I painted a word picture. So a good thing about the podcast is that Cameron's the host now. But no, um, <laughs> I mean that is pretty listen, good. If we're being realistic here, that's that's coming. That's coming. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was a little inside sneak for you been, listeners you know, who are still suffering through this. There's been a pattern of me not showing up to episodes enough that it's probably due due about now. But uh, no, I think a a good thing about the podcast is. <laughs> Like you guys said, it gives us a chance not only to record stuff, but like we often get into really interesting conversations and really like in-depth conversations, both on the podcast and off. And I think we've learned a lot from each other, both just dealing with people and having conversations, but also learning from each other's perspectives on life and all of the different mm-hmm. questions and ideas we have. So I don't know. It's been a really good way to not only be entertaining, but I feel we've all learned a lot in terms of just how to be people from talking to each other. It's been such a consistent group to go back to, even though our lives have changed a lot. So, I, think I mean, that's, isn't that that's kind of why we started Disembodied Voices yeah. in the first place? Because it was like, I mean, sure, we talked about games because we all love games, but I think mm-hmm. it was really just a way to to do something productive and to also just have a like. This is the only time that four, five, six of us ever get together, yeah, in one group and talk, and so mm-hmm. it's it's an excuse to interact with each other and be better and closer friends i think yeah and to focus i really like sorry i'm gonna jump in here and just say Mm -hmm. i really like that the podcast is a very diverse group of people because except we're all white that's true and you're the only girl dynamic group there you go i like that better um (laughs) but it's really interesting to me because um as i come in like see this whole group of six people it's it's weird because I'm like, well, these are all people that I could like see myself being friends with, but also totally couldn't see myself being friends with. Um, like, not that I wouldn't be friends, but I just wouldn't ordinarily be in a place to meet most of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And so yeah. it's like, it would more be like just lack of connection, I guess. 
Um, right. Like so if you and me passed on the street or worked yeah, together, yeah, or if we like building. worked together or something, we may yeah. not be close friends or something. Yeah. But right. because we did podcasts and had to yeah. like do two person episodes and whatever, like yeah. it was uh-huh. interesting and right. Uh, it was it was, at coming on to this, especially mm-hmm. with the four of y'all already knowing each other, was really yeah. intimidating. I and found that like uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I good. I found that one of the best ways to get to know people is to have to do a task with them. Exactly. Um, and that task could be very simple. Like just last night, Abigail went grocery shopping with your mom. And that was just like a way to get to know her better in a way that wasn't just sitting around talking and or whatever or being in a social group or something. And just even little things like that. It's 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 really I don't know. I find it a really good way to get to know people better. And the podcast is kind of the thing where we are having to get together and do a specific task together. It's typically a pretty simple mm-hmm. one. It's talk about things and be generally entertaining. But sometimes it'll be different because we'll have a bad specific segment or we will have, you know, a <laughs> but specific... But that just, like, forces you to get yeah. to know someone who's entirely different from you and he right. sees the world entirely differently. And if you mm-hmm. actually, like, open your mind, like Cameron has started doing, then you can learn something from them. Yeah. And I think it's a really interesting uh, place to be. And I'm really grateful that I have it because I can yep. always go back to y'all and just be like, hmm, so what do you think about this person who thinks entirely differently from me? Mm-hmm. That's how I always address everyone on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> except Stephen. <laughs> because y'all because are the you guys same are the person. same person, exactly. Uh huh. Yep. So there we go. Um. um well, thank are- you, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Ben. I really appreciate you bringing that topic up because it. I think this podcast was kind of ridiculous. I'm not even sure how we're going to edit it. Brian, you're editing this week. Dang you it! Made you're the mess. right. You clean I it am. up. Um, Wait, hold on. I, I, okay, you, Brian. If it's a dang it for you, I'll happily edit. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, I took no, a no, ton no. of notes. Uh, uh-uh. so you pass the notes to Brian. Brian okay. cleans up his own mess, man. He, okay. he did this. this. Is, I don't want him to not come because he makes messes every time. <laughs> well, then you just really don't make messes think, every okay, time. Ben, do you really think Brian's gonna not come because he makes messes all the time? He's done that so many times before. Okay, and he's you're still good point. here. <laughs> Brian, would it actually throw a wrench? Wait, did he just walk out? I'm here. No, I'm <laughs> oh, that was that was my door. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear I thought. I would okay. love for like Brian, Brian to have yeah, just yeah, stopped yeah, responding yeah. after that. Would it actually throw a wrench into your plans to edit this episode? No, I should be fine. It's going at Wednesday. Then he's gonna do it. Cool. We got a p- plenty of time. I'll let you guys know okay, if I run solid. out of time. Oh yeah, we do have lots of time this week. Mm-hmm. Cool. If it was like tomorrow, um, okay. I would pass it off, but it's not. So. I don't even know when WASD is supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm such a bad host. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, okay, Brian, are you ending this podcast? Or I am. am I? Uh, you go ahead and do it, Cameron. You've been doing a great job. <clears throat> okay, well, thank you once again, Ben, for bringing that wonderful topic to end this podcast on a. That's like honestly one of note. my favorite segments. I actually agree, and you know what we haven't done in a long time that I'm going to have to have somebody else pull up for me. We should finish this podcast with the Whales on Whales anthem. Yay! Oh. Yes. <laughs> Um, so before we do that, while someone's looking for it, please, I please just someone do this while I talk. Thank you right, very I've much, Ben, for coming to the podcast this week. You're very welcome, Cameron. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, actually, I think Brian had you, and I finished you. Oh gosh. <laughs> so, God. Thank, no. no. Thank you, Abigail. Thank you, Abigail, for coming to the podcast this week. Uh. <laughs> Listen, guys, you're the one who misread that, that sentence. In, in context, Cameron, you said it. In context, it made Let's perfect move sense. On. Let's move on. It was a pleasure Thank to you, be Abigail, here, Cameron. Shut up. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was. You've been a lovely host. Uh, also, I did want to do a quick. Uh, everyone, wish Abigail luck. She's going to be the maid of honor at a wedding tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow? Good, like, good luck, son- Abigail. Wow. Good luck, Abigail. Thanks. Uh, you have a speech and everything. She does. Do have a she memorized it on the way here. Memorize it, and I. Talk, I told it to Brian in the car on the way here. She did well. It's Don't really drink good. too much before you give this. There's speech. no alcohol. Then drink a lot. There's no alcohol. I wish oh. that I could actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. Cameron. Cameron, can case, I read? Take a can shot I read beforehand? Yes. Cameron, can I read the outro? Can you read it? Yeah, from the show notes. We we have, have show like, notes. Outro? You guys aren't using the show notes. No. I just have it all memorized. <laughs> yeah. Like all Abigail's right. speech. <laughs> let me let me re- let me read the outro there. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you for joining us today. You can find us at Twitter at Whales or Whales uh, at Whales or Whales. You can email us your questions, concerns, comments, or dad jokes at Whales or Whales at gmail.com. Our email, our website is Whales are Whales. That's Whales, A R E Whales at dot com. The panelists, <laughs> you can find com. Steven. You can find Steven at Stephen Kelly 180. You can find Brian at Lord Melder. You can find Cameron at Dell 90 Watt AC. Zachary at Phazon Masher. At Abigail at Abigail underscore Ensley. And myself at Ben Bezler. And See, the reason we don't do that R's and is because, yes. There you go. You. <laughs> I mean, the reason we don't do that is because Brian doesn't check his social media. I don't respond to social media. 
Abigail rarely checks her social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Stephen and, and Ben, I don't even, Ben, do you check your Twitter ever? Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking on it all the time for yeah. Hardcore okay, so and Steven, for all the other podcasts that I do. So, well, you should run the Twitters because, man, I've been bad about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm happy to do it. Wait, have you guys not seen the tweets at us that were all hashtag three syllables? I mean, when <gasps> it, there are some, I'm looking them up now. Wait, <laughs> what? When I it beeps my phone, I check, I guess. I haven't so seen those the, either. I, I assume that people go away. would tell me when those tweets came up. Okay. Abigail, yeah. they tell you. They okay. tell your Twitter. But I don't have Twitter installed on my phone right now. Okay, guys, okay. here we go. We're going to end this podcast. Thank you all very much for coming. And we will now end with the Whales Are Whales. It's, it's not a national anthem. It's just an anthem, right? Just an anthem. Yeah, yeah we're not a nation 2.0. yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. We changed it up. All right, <clears throat> here we go, guys. <clears throat> Pronounce that word. Oh, all hail, hail the camera! Smiley face. Brian did stop singing. I did say it, Brian. I was Brian! Brian. Yeah, we're good at it. You're so good at doing this. <laughs> <laughs>